And as hospitals across the country struggle with gathering medical supplies, some major corporations are stepping in to help. Jessica Porter is in the newsroom this morning with the details. Jessica. Yeah, Nick Ford, one of the country's biggest automakers, is switching gears to help with the medical supply shortage. The company says it plans to make 50,000 ventilators in 100 days. That, my friends, is good news amid this COVID-19 pandemic. I am Stacy Julian, and this is episode 62 of Exactly Enough Time. From its title, this is a podcast about productivity. And while I love to rock a day and get stuff done, exactly enough time is much more about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have and making the most of it. It's about owning what you love and inviting more of whatever that is into your life. In this podcast, I visit with interesting people and I invite you to celebrate the people, places, and things that make you and your life amazing. Hello, hello. Thank you for listening. I am glad to be back and I am excited to hear about all of those U.S. companies that in 100 days are going to collaborate to manufacture 50,000 ventilators, which is something our country and our world drastically need right now. So I'm intrigued by this 100 days concept, right? It's a concept that, according to history.com, is believed to have its roots in the country of France but it's been popularized since the first 100 days that Franklin Delano Roosevelt had in office. It's kind of a benchmark, right, for each U.S. president to measure not only their productivity, but their popularity. And I know that in grade school, children celebrate, right, the end of the first 100 days of each year, at least my children have. So on today's show, I have two students actually that are currently taking a class 20 and 20 with me and i'm excited because we're going to talk about this this concept of 100 days and how we can apply it to our personal lives as a measure as motivation i should say and as a measure to better ourselves to adopt and adapt to new habits and to break down bigger goals um, and and see ourselves progress. So I'm going to cut right to my conversation with Liz Young and Janelle Horsley. And then at the end, I'm going to share just a few additional thoughts. So I am so excited that I am online. I'm connected via a cool Zencaster software with two of my 20 and 20 students today. I've got with me Liz Young. Hi, Liz. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Janelle. <laughs> and as Liz introduced it, I also have Janelle Horsley on the line. Hi, Janelle. Hi. So I'm going to tell you the story of how this episode came to be. Liz sent me an email and she said, Stacy, you know, are, I'm sure you're aware of this 100 day project that happens every year. And she basically asked if I was um, planning on incorporating that into um, our, my 20 and 20 plans, which I wasn't, but I'm always happy, you know, to um, 
to share ideas that are inspiring and motivating with, with our little community that we have. So I emailed her back and I said, Liz, yes, I will definitely talk about it. Um, what I really want to do is I want to have you on my podcast. And I also want to invite Janelle, who's also a student in 2020. And let's get on the podcast together because I know that Janelle, I've watched her via Instagram do something similar for a number of years. So all three of us are here today. I'm really the one who's here to be taught and to learn from Liz and Janelle. They've both taken advantage of this idea of using 100 days to do something consistently. So before we go to that, I do want you to hear a little bit from each of my guests. So Liz, I want you to introduce yourself. Maybe just tell us where you live, a little bit about your family, and what you're excited about right now. Okay. Um, I live in Houston, Texas. Uh, we've been here since 2011. Before that, we were in the Netherlands for almost nine, nine years. And I'm a mom of three boys, 26, 24, and 21, and two English Springer Spaniels. And my husband and I are about to have our 30th uh, anniversary. So yes, so this is a, this is a big year for us. But um, yeah, I'm happy to be here and I'm really excited to talk about this project with you all. Okay, wow, Liz, the Netherlands, that's awesome. That's right. Why did you live overseas for so long? Uh, my husband's job, it was a, a two-year assignment that turned into eight and a half. Okay. So uh, my, my boys actually, you know, grew up there and it was quite lovely, gave us a big chance to travel quite a bit and... Um, yeah, so now we're we're back in Houston. I have to say that the the, uh, the uh, re-entry was a little bit tougher <laughs> than the exit, but yeah, we're all doing well. Oh, what an adventure! Okay, yes. So Janelle, I would like you to do the same. Tell us a little bit about you, where you live, your family, and what you're excited about. Well, I'm Janelle. I'm from Arizona, and I've lived here um, pretty much all my life. Um, the only reason I left was for dental school in California. And my husband and I, um, we went to the University of Arizona together and then we went to dental school together. So he's a dentist too. Um, we wow. have three kids. They're little kids still. So I have an eight-year-old boy, a, a five-year-old boy. He's almost six. And then our baby girl, she'll be three in July. And so I, right now I'm staying at home with them. So yeah. that's, that's life right now is three kids. <laughs> that's awesome. All that and stuff. That and that season, I know, I know some days feel super, super long, but you know, from my perspective, having now raised a number of children, it's kind of a short season, really, truly. So I love that you're choosing to focus on that and, and then you can get back to dentistry, I'm sure at some point. So yeah, I figured that will be there for, for as long as they're, they're in college and high school, I'll have something to do. You'll have something to do for sure. Yeah. Okay, actually, now, thank you for introducing yourselves, except Liz, I don't think you told me what you're excited about, and then I cut oh. Janelle off, too. So, Liz, back to you. Tell me what you're excited about right now. What am I excited about right now? Well, in this point in time, um, I, I think I would say I am just trying to stay in the moment and stay present mm -hmm. under extraordinary circumstances, and I have kind of a canned response, which is... Um, my goal is to do two things every single day, which is to find the joy and just try to be the light. I love it. Love it. Yeah. 
That's a, easier said than done. Easier you, uh, said than done, for sure. Easier said than, than <laughs> practice. But at least, I mean, at least you're you're articulating that, right? Like that that does serve oh, yes. a purpose to wake up and say, okay, I'm going to find the joy and be the light. I love it. Love it. Janelle, how about you? How are you weathering um, this? Right now, it's just rainbows. I'm looking for color everywhere. Um, oh. When I when I do um, Project Life every month, I pick a different color. And March has always been rainbows for me. So I look for different colored things. And usually it's my chance to put all the colors on in my Project Life. So that I've been just looking everywhere. And I find okay. them everywhere. Okay, that's an amazing, that's an amazing thing to do. It's so, fun. Yeah. And so when you say every month is a different color, are you actually looking for different photographs to take that are different colors or? No, like usually the, just, I just, usually just each month I pick a different um, color scheme to use for this, for the layout. I do a okay. design to like a design a spread every month. Uh -huh. yeah. And then um, I do my little baseball card inserts. And so on those, on the, on those pages, I try to um, just use one monochromatic color every month. Oh my goodness. So I just so pick in advance for the year and I just kind of go with whatever colors. And so I always try to, it's, I always, it's a fun scavenger hunt. So I look around for yeah. pictures that are that color or um, scrapbook supplies. And that's, so today, this month is rainbows and it's exciting. That's so fun. I love it. So Liz, tell me about the 100 day project, how you learned about it and why you think it's a great idea. Like how has it benefited you? Okay, well, um, I'll give you just a little bit of background. It's, I'm, I'm not exactly sure where I heard about it. I think it must be on Instagram because I, I just get so much inspiration from following Instagram. And um, so three years ago when I read about it, it was my first year and I did say 15 to 20 minutes a day just in my iPhotos. And I sat down at different types of the times of the day and did it, and it was huge. I mean, the amount, the number of stories that came to mind. I purged over eight thousand pictures. It was, it had a dramatic impact on my scrapbooking yeah. and my productivity. Then the next year, I decided, okay, hundred days. That's a long time. So I split it into three thirty-three day uh, oh, uh, ideas. Yeah. Well, okay, good and bad. I, I, I the first thirty-three days was going to be photo collages that I posted to Instagram. And um, to be very honest with you, I, I think it took too much time and focus. And I think I learned a couple of things. One was. The simpler, the better. Uh -huh. And then the second was that if it took a lot of focus, time, and attention, for me, it was not going to happen. Yeah. So fast forward to this year. Okay. And I have split it into two 50-day projects. But it's 10 to 15 minutes, one's photos, and one is journaling. Oh. And... So back, that's kind of how back me up to the ahead. photos part. Well, back me up to the photos. The first year you said 15 minutes a day in iPhoto. So what do you mean Correct. by that? Just and, and not just looking, but kind of connecting, living with your pictures, seeing them, yes. editing them, deleting them. Yes. It was just spending time in that app with your photos. Just in the moment with my photos. Such, and yeah, I love that. So important. It I was huge. That. You know, you, you talk a lot about connections and categories and, you know, now having 20 something year olds, you know, mm -hmm. it was, it, it just gave me time to kind of reflect back over the years and pull together photos and ideas. And I had a big legal pad mm -hmm. on my left side and I just took notes and all kinds of things came mm -hmm. to me the more time I spent with my photos. Yeah. Because your photos, that's what they are. They're triggers for memories. But I do feel like that's one of the 
I love technology, but I think one of the saddest things is that pictures are so easy to take and we take so many that then it's not, there isn't a reason to check back in unless you're choosing to do that intentionally. We just keep Absolutely. taking pictures <laughs> and we don't necessarily look back at them, you know? So, well, years ago, when I took the big picture with you, uh-huh. I, I set up highlight folders yeah. for every quarter. And I am religious about printing the best photos every 90 days because nice. you're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you don't even remember what you have. Right. Oh, good so, for you. Oh, I love to hear yeah. back. From, I love I love to hear back from past students that are like still doing it, right? They're still, oh. they've incorporated part of that or at least you know, they've created their own workflow is what that is. And it's just something mm-hmm. that you do and it becomes automatic and it really, it, the blessings that you reap are, are so awesome by staying connected. Well, I, I'm about to teach my uh, 26-year-old's girlfriend. Okay, good. I want yeah. She said she, she's complaining about how many thousands of photos and she doesn't know what to do. And I said, okay, well, why don't you come over here when we're while we're during lockdown and I'll teach you how to set up highlight folders. I love it. It's a step one. Yes, you're going to perpetuate this this good habit so that and it will I only it'll continue to bless you as the you know as yes in the future. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's funny because that's that's why I've kept up Project Life for so long. For I've done Project Life every month since 2013, and the wow. reason that I've I've done it consistently is because uh-huh. I know it's a monthly check in for me to go pick out pictures and print more. So yeah. I just pick mm-hmm. I pick what I need for the for the page, and I also pick my favorites, and I I just print those too. There is something different, and there's a different connection with a printed photo versus something that's digital. I just am going to hold to that as my own personal truth. If no one else wants to believe me, that's fine. (laughs) But I do love printed photos. Okay. So Liz, so again, you came to this whole idea of 100 days through something called the 100 day project. Now I'm going to switch to Janelle and Janelle, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember at least initially you doing something called 100 happy days. Yes. What's the difference? And can you help us understand yeah, so 100 Happy Days is a project that I heard about from the Paper Clipping Roundtable in 2014. Um, okay. It's just a website that I don't even know who he is. It's just some guy who started the 100 Happy Days um, yeah. website. Um, and he, I guess, so the concept of that was to just find pictures of 100 happy things for 100 days. Um, and so I've taken that. I've done that every year for yeah. how many years is it now? six years, seven years, yeah, six years. Yeah. Um, you're, you're probably in your seventh year right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so I pick just a random start day for mine usually. And sometimes it coincides with a hundred day project, which I heard about a couple years ago. And I think I heard about that via Instagram. I just saw people, crafty people ta- hashtagging hundred day project. Yeah. Um, and so I've sometimes included, I've just sometimes overlapped the two. Um, but then there have been some years where I did do a 100-day project that was separate. Um, so there have been two years that I think that I did uh, daily photo triage, which okay. I did. I think I've done 30 minutes or 20 minutes a day. And I realized yeah. when I got done with those 100 days, I realized after two years of it, I realized I was getting burned out. And so for the rest of the year, I would do nothing. <laughs> I would do nothing with my pictures. So yeah. the years after that, I've been, um, I just started a daily, a daily photo triage um, habit. So yeah. I just switched to 10 minutes a day. And I think I did the math somewhere along the way. And it's about the same time amount. So awesome. Yeah. And then, 
last year I, I tried um, 100 days of class. So that was fun. I just went back through old online classes or classes I hadn't taken yet. And I just did something related to those, those classes every day. Every so day. Those, are, those have been my 100 day projects. So what from each of you, Liz first from Janelle, what mm-hmm. would you say is the biggest takeaway? The biggest takeaway for me is, and I'm going to use a quote from one of my kids, is that a little something is better than a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Mm. So that means for me, it's a hundred days of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be customized for you. You know, there are no rules. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and I, what, what I wanted to make sure of is that it can't be just one more thing that I have mm-hmm. to do. I want it to support my creative life, right. kind of where it is right now. And so... I want to do it. I don't have to do it. I want to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's as much of a mindset and a daily ritual as it is anything else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know that it's got to be easy. It's got to be short, mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes. You know, if I want to want to spend more, that's fine. But, you know, finding 10 or 15 minutes, I think, is something all of us can do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's something to look forward to. Um And I found over the last three years, you know, there's ebb and flow. I mean, there are going to be days where you think, okay, what, why am I doing this? And you have to push through, push through because you're so happy at the end of it. Ah, yes. (laughs) You know? Interesting. And, um, okay. I forgot your question. No, that's good. I think, I think you answered it. (laughs) Did I answer it? Yeah, you did a fantastic job. You're doing so much better. Yeah. (laughs) You're doing better than you, both are doing so much better than you think you are. Um, okay. Well, Janelle, for you, the biggest takeaway, like sell me on this idea. Why would, why would I or someone else want to do? Liz said it. I mean, she said everything that I would, what I would have put in there too. Um, it's just, it gives you something to focus on and it's, it can be small. It can be, you know, you can do a bigger project, but I like small stuff, things Uh that are easily achievable. Um, cool. Cool. One, one other thing to add is, um, I'm a big one on, on habit stacking, you know, yeah. like for example, if, if I go to the Y, then I say, okay, I'm going to my little coffee spot for 30 minutes and I'm going to read, you know, so if oh. I know, so I think too, you know, like habit stacking to do your 10 or 15 minutes for a hundred days helps. Yeah. So I know, like I call it my meditation moment. It happens about three o'clock when my energy starts kind of waning. Uh-huh. I'm going to get my little cup, cup of tea or coffee and kind of look forward to this 10 or 15 minutes yeah. with my yeah. pictures or 10 or 15 minutes journaling, whatever yeah. it happens to be. And so yeah. you talked about, Liz, you talked about how good you feel when you, you know, when you've accomplished this, have, mm-hmm. are you always happy to be done though? Kind of an, at the same time, like, why don't we just do, why don't you just keep going, going, going? Like, I'm curious about, no, no. Yeah. I, I think you're right. You know, with the photos, 100 days of the photos, I did keep going. Okay. You know, I was like, this is like, this is a nothing. Yeah. This is 10 or 15 minutes. And, you know, it really got me focused on my scrapbooking, uh-huh. you know, because for me, the stopping and starting is hard. It so is. So you're right. Yep. If you can keep going, great. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so Janelle, now I'm going to ask you another question. You'll be like, that's not the question I want to answer. Oh, no. <laughs> Has there been a project for you where you're like, oh, thank goodness it's over. I'm not going to do that again. No, I, but I, have, I think that I've intentionally picked projects that I'm already doing and just right. kind of fine tuning what my purpose is about those projects, yeah. if that makes sense. Because I, I take pictures every day. I have three kids. Like, I have yeah. to take pictures. Of right. Um, right. But I think with the changing the what Liz said about the mindset and 
um, making it a more mindful, um, intentional thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's what drives me to do it again and again. And Mm -hmm. um, I often find that when I do these, um, these projects that are daily projects, I just Mm -hmm. find myself wanting to do the next one. So when I did 100 Mm -hmm. Happy Days last year, I, it was coming toward the end. I was at day 80, 90. And I thought, mm-hmm. what am I going to do next? What, where, what's next? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it really propelled um, more creativity for me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And just, just like, like Liz said, the habit, habit stacking and just making it part of what you want to do. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So Liz, you talked about now, I believe if I'm, if I'm remembering right, this year you're going to do two 50 day projects, right? Mm-hmm. So 50 kind of spending again time with your photos, then you're, you're bringing in the writing aspect, which I'm super excited about and intrigued by. <laughs> do you have certain, like what kind of writing? Do you have certain questions you're going to answer or, or talk to me about okay. what your thoughts are? Well, there. okay. Well, I'm a, I'm a huge journal person Okay. and I'm embarrassed to tell you. In fact, if anyone hears that I passed away, please come over and burn the bins from 1970s <laughs> and 80s and no. 90s. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, to be seriously though, I, I do journal in the morning, okay. you know, and it's amazing. As much as I love to do that, I am terrible about journaling on my pages. So oh. some have great journaling and some don't. So I have these beautiful pages that have I've I've put spaces on them to write and I haven't. So yeah. what I plan to do is just start with my library memories. Okay. The pages that are done are in the in the albums. Okay. But on some of them there's no writing. So I'm gonna just go album by album and see if I can, you know, remember, jot a few things down, et cetera. Yeah. And um just handwrite. I'm not going to make myself crazy with how it looks. Yeah. I'm just going to write it because at the stage in life right now, you know, that I'm in, it, it's more about the stories yeah. and what, what I remember. And I'll tell it from my perspective. I'm not going to worry about, you know, what anybody else remembers. Since I'm the one doing the pages, I'll write down what I remember about it. I think that's in my perspective. I think that's such great advice. Because I do think that there, there's just so many obstacles we throw in our own way, you know, oh, reasons yeah, that we sure. that we tell ourselves, oh, I can't do this. Either it's the way the handwriting looks, or I don't know what mm-hmm. the other people were thinking, or right, I, I don't know exactly what to say, or it's not gonna because we've got this page and it's designed and it's finished. And I mean, sometimes I just think now I'm gonna ruin it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. I'm, I'm not gonna ruin exactly. it. I mean, that's the actual thing that I want, especially as I've gotten into family history. The thing that I want is just a little more detail. You know what I mean? So right. it doesn't even matter if you, what you write, just, you're just adding some perspective and some detail. So I love that. Mm-hmm. I lo- I'm so happy we're sharing this with, you know, with listeners that are also memory keepers, because what a great use of a hundred days or 50 days oh. in your case. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's part of the value too of the hundred days is that you have to do it since it's something you have by the end of the day to do it. Right. And you, you can't think about it. You just don't have time. Um, so you kind of let go of the perfection and uh-huh. you let go mm-hmm. of um, what you think that should be. And it's, yeah. you just have to do it. You have a deadline every like, 24 hours or I yeah. mean, really <laughs> not yeah. even 24 because <laughs> you're sleeping part of that. So yeah, I love that. And I think it teaches you, to honor your own deadlines too. I'm sure that has to be one of the benefits that grows out of it is saying you're going to do something and then showing up and actually doing it. That, that has to be perpetuated in positive yeah. ways, you know, after the mm-hmm. fact. Okay. So Janelle, my next question for you is I know that you, and what I love about this, you've, you've already mentioned it, but you said you do 
either the 100 happy days or the 100 days project multiple times a year. Sometimes they overlap. But you talked to me earlier about the fact that um, you're starting so that you can end on a specific day. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So when I started the 100 happy days in 2014, I just kind of picked a random, I just started that the day I heard about it or whatever. Um, and then the next couple of years, I realized, oh, I could start on these significant holidays or end on a significant holiday. So it's been fun for me to kind of look as a, look at it as a countdown to yeah. special days. Like um, one year I picked my birthday. One year I picked, um, what is that, the holiday? Thanksgiving was my favorite. I've started oh. on my grandma's. My grandma's birthday was coming up in the next couple of days. So I thought, oh, I can start on her birthday. She made me happy. Oh, <laughs> so I love it. Fun. So yeah, this so year. So this gonna... year you just started like a couple of days ago, didn't you? Yeah, I just started yesterday. Yeah, the goal so of ending when? On July 4th. That's one of my favorite holidays is um, 4th of July. So I love that. And I think the message, the takeaway then for me is sometimes, and, you know, like, for example, the 100 Days Project, actually the one that's, you know, I guess official that you're going to see a lot of people doing uh, actually starts this year on April 7th. Um, but sometimes I feel like, oh, I, I can't do it now because I missed it. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I've seen myself, mm -hmm. I've watched myself do things like that. Um, and so I love, I mean, this is, all this is, is a, is a great way for, for all the reasons that you've already mentioned, right? It's a great way to motivate yourself to incorporate something more routinely in your life. So start any day. Yeah. And I love the idea of looking for something significant to you that's coming up or looking ahead at a, at a time when you want to finish and therefore be able to celebrate what you've accomplished. So yeah, you guys I have see. already shared so many good ideas. So I'm just going to give you one more bit, Liz, and then Janelle, what else do you want to add about this, this whole idea? Well, I think you need to take some time to kind of reflect about what will work for you. And uh, Stacey, I'm going to send you a couple of links. Um, Ooh, awesome. At, there's there's one uh, site that talks about how to have a successful 100-day project, and there's some good ideas in there. Okay. And the other is to have a little, uh, you know, a sheet that you can check off from 100 down to zero. Yes. Oh, yeah. The days you do it, because there's something about visually checking it off that yes. feels so good, yes. you know? And there's a kind of a cute uh, print, printable on this one site I'll send you. Okay. And, um, but, but yeah, I would spend a little time kind of thinking about it in my plan. I'm a paper planner, so I've already put, you know, 50 down to zero. Yeah. Twice. So that you just, when I open it, I can see it. It's colorful. It's a reminder. Um, but for me also, it's, it's a way to kind of start a habit that will continue on yeah. with the scrapbooking, that you stay connected to it and you keep going hopefully after this is uh -huh. finished. And I think there are so many things you could do that are related to scrapbooking. You've talked about photography, yeah. you've talked about organizing mm -hmm. photos, you've talked about writing, but as I listen to you and I'm even thinking, calling my parents every day and asking them yep. a question. I mean, right. texting my child and asking them a question or just, I mean, there's so many things you could do consistently for hundred days to just strengthen important relationships in your life. And that obviously spills over into scrapbooking and storytelling. Yes, so, definitely. Okay. Final thoughts, Janelle, what do you think? Um, I have to admit that I have been stressed out when I'm doing these projects, yeah. but I have picked things that I can catch up easily on not easily okay. but I can I can there's a way for me to catch up on it okay. so I would just tell anybody who's do, attempting this to try to do something that you could you could give yourself grace if yeah. you miss mm -hmm. days 
yeah. or so find some way, you know, if you're going to do hand lettering, okay, maybe you, maybe you define it as I'm going to do a three inch by three inch hand lettering every day. So right. if you do get behind, you could do four of those in one day or, you know, set goals for yourself that are, are reasonable. Right. Uh, and the other thing I would say is to have, have a list of things to choose from. So when mm-hmm. I did um, daily, my daily photo triage, I made a whole list of things that I quote unquote would count as my, my project. So I can, oh, I, I counted that. Um, going through pictures, just looking at pictures or right. Right. Um, adding captions to pictures or, or um, I call it culling, but um, you call it deleting the yes. redact yes. pictures or, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all different kinds of things you can choose from. So mm-hmm. if I didn't feel like I wanted to do X that day, then I had a, mm-hmm. a, a fallback plan and I was still keeping up with my, uh, yes. my goal. But, oh, we're going to say one more thing. Go oh, ahead. yeah. The other the other thing that has been really, really helpful for me is to just somehow write it down either in I write it in my my online or my digital journal mm-hmm. about how far I've come with a certain project. So when I did 100 days of class every day, I wrote down what did I do related to this project? Um, yeah. I watched a video today. Or, right. and that way I could look back at each, you know, project that I've done and, and been able to see, um, this has been successful for me. Cause I, it, it really is the small steps that, mm-hmm. that make the huge difference. Cause mm-hmm. the daily, daily photo thing, I was getting nowhere. <laughs> I felt mm-hmm. like I was, it's just a constant stream. There's no, you know, there's no end, end point. And so when I sat down and started writing down, okay, I went through pictures from March and then, mm-hmm. okay, now it's April and I've done, I've done May. Now I've done June and it's done, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And it, it was so, so relieving to see that, to see it on paper, you know, for me, cause I'm yeah. a visual person too. So I loved seeing, being able to see, this is how far I've come. And I have been making progress in just small, small amounts of time really. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, so yeah, so I'm hearing you say lots of self-kindness, give yourself grace, yeah. be flexible, create yep. lots of different options that all count, right? Yeah. But what I'm ultimately hearing, which is so powerful and such a good thing to remember, is that let's say you don't do 100 days. Let's say you do 87 days. Well, guess what? 87 things, right? Tasks, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it is. Right that you hadn't, you wouldn't have done otherwise. It doesn't right. even matter. You've come farther than, yep. than, mm-hmm. than not starting well, at all. So yeah, it's the progress versus the perfection. Yes. Like we've got to hang on to that and yep. just keep going. I love it so much. Okay. You guys, mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm going to skip the part of my podcast where we talk about people, places, and things, but I am going to ask each of you, um, first of all, thank you so much. Thank you, Liz, for reaching out because I think this oh, is you're welcome. This is going to be really motivating for some people, and there will there will be people that haven't heard of you know of the 100 day project um, or or the 100 happy days. I mean, just the whole idea is set aside some time to do something small for yourself, for yeah. some hobby or larger goal that you have. Start decide when you're going to start, and then you know have some personal mm-hmm. integrity in seeing it through. I love that. Okay, so thank you so much for making this happen. Thank you, Janelle, for saying yes when I reached out to you. I think this is so fun. This is the first time on my podcast that I've had two guests. So this is how this goes. Liz, you go first um, and just say, I have exactly enough time for and fill in the blank. And then, Janelle, you can just go right after Liz. 
okay, I have exactly enough time to live a happy, fulfilled life, even in the current circumstances. Oh, yes. Gratitude. Yeah. I have exactly enough time to stand in the sun and enjoy (laughs) the outside. Mm, So true. I mean, sometimes we get in such... I just, that you kind of gave the big, right? The big picture view, Liz. I have exactly enough time to live a happy, fulfilled life. I love that. And then Janelle says, I have exactly enough time to stand in the sun. <laughs> love it. Love so it. That sort of, you know, encompasses the whole goal of what I'm trying to do when I, when I ask guests to, to respond is that we have so much control over our time and how we choose to spend it. And I just Mm -hmm. am so grateful for each of you for being my friends, for for being a part of my 20 and 20 class and community. I just draw so much happiness and joy from from online connections and especially at a time like right now. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for doing this with me. Our pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Okay. See ya. Okay, here's the deal. I have got some great resources for you in the show notes this week. I've got links to both the 100 Days Project, which really is geared to those who want to explore and then express their creativity, and also the TEDx talk that was given by Dmitry Golubniki from Switzerland, and he is the founder or creator of the 100 Happy Days Movement. Clearly, there is power in committing to and then practicing some easy daily ritual, whether it's an actual task, something that you will do for 10 to 15 minutes, or maybe it's just recognizing, right? Some small happy moment. It's certain that your commitment and your feelings about this effort will ebb and flow. But we heard my guests say, you will be so happy at the end. And you will become so much more mindful about the things that you do that can build momentum and propel positive creativity and and so many other good things in your life. None of us knows what the next 100 days will look like. So why not decide that you will take control over one small aspect of either your outlook or your time and that you will stick to it for 100 days. I am now making it public. (laughs) I love social accountability that I will be writing at least one sentence in a personal journal for 100 days. I'm going to start with the rest of the creative world on April 7th and I'll be posting my progress to Instagram at Stacy Julian. I invite you to consider doing something similar in your life. Here's the truth. The more we choose to be anxiously engaged in good causes, the happier we are going to be, notwithstanding the current circumstances. I posted a quote that I love to my 20 and 20 classroom earlier this week. It's by Joshua Marine and it says, challenges are what make life interesting and overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. That is the truth. We are now living through an unprecedented time in our world history, and we're going to want to remember the specifics, the details, what we did, how we felt, and what changed day to day. Here's a great idea. You could leave me a comment in the show notes at stacyjulian.com or even better, send me a speak pipe message. 
tell me what you're going to do in your life for the next 100 days. I'll be back in just seven days with another episode of Exactly Enough Time. 